corporate sponsorship is basically and consumerism is basically everywhere in our modern world and you know you see that with our mall culture and with tv and basically 24 7 you're having ads directed at you i think one of the places and this is probably one of the reasons that people are so charmed by this is like when you visit historic landmarks it's really a reminder of where we're at back in time before all of that or before our modern world became the way it was which is why this next story is a bit you know controversial but also compelling is that the city of rome has really you know seen it's been hard hit because of the you know the absence of the tourism that really makes up such an important part of what their city does and so they were actually considering you know attaching corporate sponsorships to many important landmarks i, I think uh Trevi Fountain and some important clauses were discussed. I mean, however, well, I think this could, as a private-public partnership, like spruce up finances for the city. I'm wondering if this could potentially be opening a dangerous Pandora's box here. Yeah, um, I, I guess, may, I guess maybe I'm a little jaded, but I, from my perspective, this is this is normal. It's sort of inevitable. Uh, progression to to sort of this commercialization of everything around this. Uh, from my perspective, I, I come from having spent a lot of time in Asia. And another thing I thought is I also have come from like the classical music world, where I realize now that uh, this this is par for the course as well. I mean, you'll you'll have sponsorships of like. Uh, in an orchestra of multiple seats, the principal violin, principal viola, cello, of major orchestras will be a named position. Um, the music director, the associate director, these are all named sponsored jobs, you know, as, essentially. Um, and then your, of course, your venues, concert halls, um, the, the, the front area, the foyer, the loge, every part of a venue is open for naming rights. So um, I'm, I'm used to it. Uh, and then, like I mentioned with Asia, uh, we, so many places in Asia, you're used to seeing ads, logo, logos, brands all over you, inundating you. And so I'm used to that. Whereas in America, I know we really try to keep that under control. So I guess my hope and my expectation is that as this continues to evolve and happen, if if it ever really crosses the line and encroaches on sort of the public benefit and the public comfort, then we'll see a pushback. And so this whole thing hopefully will be self-regulating so that, yeah, more things, more parks, more public spaces are going to start being commercialized. But if it ever reaches a point where it's just over the top, um, then it will no longer be beneficial for these companies if people just aren't, you know, have had enough. So that's that's what I'm thinking and that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's interesting. And, and as you say that, I think it mentioned, and the article is from City Lab, by the way, which is mm -hmm. a tremendous source for a number of these recent developments. But there was some pushback because I think there was some attempts at this previously that were with, um, I, I think it was the city of Venice and there were sponsorships on like the Rialto Bridge or something. And there's a lot of pushback. And I think eventually they did take those down. I mean, I think, you know, there, it's always a matter of how are you putting this message across? Because, I mean, effectively, as you say, this has been going on with, you know, many entities in our cities and not just for 
recent years, but for decades and for, for centuries. I mean, you look back at Carnegie Hall, you know, which, of course, granted, that's more of a philanthropic venture. But, you know, going back to the early days of these Italian cities with the Medici's, their business prospects of hiring artists and, you know, having different parts of their things sponsored by different guilds and craftsmen and everything. It's really a, you know, I think, I think the monetary aspect of it is there, whether people want it to be or not, I think it's a matter of doing it in a tasteful manner. And I I think also um, one of the concerns that the article pointed out was, would this potentially lead to maybe an absence of the current private public space? Because, you know, public space is such an important part of our cities could they potentially even, you know, charge an entrance fee or kind of like what level of control are companies going to be able to have if this is what, how we're going to move and do things moving forward? Yeah. And of course, that would be that would really be a terrible thing, a tragedy if uh, we reach that kind of a point. Um, I certainly think if you receive gaming rights as a, you know, as a corporation, you don't you shouldn't be able to influence or affect how the public space is operated, um, you know, and, and clearly that would that would be going well beyond that. Um, it's just more of being able to attach your name to something, brand it in a way, uh, which we're seeing actually with transit systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've seen, we've slowly seen a lot of uh, transit stations start to sell out for naming rights. Uh, but now even more than that, we're seeing transit lines, entire systems being named for companies, the Q line in Detroit being one that stands out. So, uh, you know, at some point, you know, to me, it's okay. I mean, you know, being a real and transit advocate, I am comfortable with advertising on buses, advertising at bus stops, you know, and so forth. And and so if you're going to name a station something, okay. Uh, Yeah, I, I, I don't want that to be a blanket statement, but sure, you know, if it's not a historic if there's no, uh, if it's not offensive, then, you know, why not? <laughs> so that we can fund these services that we need. Um, that, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, from an economic and business standpoint, it's kind of fun to think about, the, for me, these different realms that businesses can explore that they haven't previously, what the implications are. I'll give a local shout out to the uh, Tico Line Streetcar in Tampa. So there's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Another so one. It's a broad spectrum of that. I mean, and so I don't think it's going away. So we might as well just discuss how it's going to impact us or how it should be implemented. Yep. Yep. All right. It was fun, Chuck. We'll yes, talk indeed. again later. Have a good Sunday night. Yeah.